Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Crellin, CEO of the American Influencer Association. It's time to go shopping with American Influencer Award winner, Nita Danielle. Nita explains how she became a fashion haul expert and used her platform to help others find their self-confidence. Nita wants to help women from all shapes and sizes because she believes everyone deserves to feel and look fabulous. And now, here's your host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to this edition of American Influencer Real Talk. I'm so excited to have Nita Danielle on the show. Nita, how are you? I'm doing well, Josh. How about you? You know, it's a bright and sunny day here in California, and I keep telling myself no matter what happens, today is the best day of my life. No, you're right about it. Yeah, we feel blessed, don't we? Right. Blessed to be here. Well, you know, speaking of being blessed, rumor has it that you are an American Influencer Award winner. Congratulations. Yes, I am. Thank you so much. I'm so excited, honored, and honestly, I'm still shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you won for Fashion Hall Influencer of the Year. What what was that Mm -hmm. like when they called your name? Uh. I was just shocked. I was shocked. And I'm just honestly grateful. I'm so grateful and thankful for the opportunity. And I'm so grateful for my um, my online community, my sisters, as I call them, for showing up for me online. I, I'm just grateful. Now, for those of our listeners who don't know what a fashion haul is, can you explain it? Sure. Um, well, fashion halls or halls in general is just where people show things that they've got. So you could do a fashion haul, a beauty haul, a skincare haul. It could be you know, any kind of haul, but that's typically what that is. So a fashion haul, it's just where I show different fashion finds that I've purchased from, you know, different stores. It can be thrift stores. It doesn't really matter where you got it from. It's more so just sharing fashion finds, I guess. It's a different way you can say it. Just sharing things that i found for, you know, my ladies out there who are looking. You know, some people just don't like to shop. So it's kind of easier when you have kind of like a personal virtual shopper in a sense, someone who kind of weeds through the items and shows you the best finds. I need some help. I need you to help me with my fashion. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. When did you know that you were being influential or you were considered an influencer? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I started influencing, I guess, uh, during the pandemic. Uh, Previously, I, I was a hairstylist, hair and makeup for 10 years. So I guess technically I was influencing just in a different way. Um, I've always been interested in fashion, but didn't really have the time. So during the pandemic, I started doing uh, different hauls and tutorials during the pandemic because we were all at home, you know, looking for entertainment or looking for things to do. And of course, online shopping was a thing. So I would share different things I found in the hair, beauty and makeup space online and uh, fashion as well. And the fashion really kind of took off, especially being a plus size woman. A lot of times um, we may have a harder time finding things or we may not know where to shop or who has the best items that really fit us. And um, it was during that time that I kind of saw a need for it. And it was something that I thoroughly enjoyed. It's it's something that I've always kind of wanted to do. I've had a passion for helping, you know, women with their self-esteem, especially the plus size women, because that's something I've struggled with my entire life is weight. And, um, And yeah, once I just started creating that content just organically because I enjoyed it and um, as my audience reacted to it and started sharing it and liking it and asking for more, I think that's when I really saw um, that it could really be something. 
How do you think we can help inspire and give uh, more self-esteem to women and men who are plus size? How, how do I think that I could do that or oh, yeah, us in general or you, or, you know, let me learn from oh, in general. Yeah. Um, I think it starts with more honestly acceptance. And I, I know that that's not something you can't make anyone accept you, right? You know, people are going to do what they want to do. But, um, I think as a society, if we just were more accepting, you know, everyone is not going to look the same and that's okay. <laughs> um, and, and just make it more acceptable because, you know, plus how people are here. <laughs> We're here and we deserve to look just as nice and feel just as good as anyone else. And I think it starts there. But, you know, also I think as an individual, we just have to do better with, you know, accepting ourselves, whether someone else agrees or accepts you or not, it first has to start within, you know, and when you have that inner confidence, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. But, um, you know, us as a society, I think as a whole, we just have to do better with accepting other people that may not look the way that we do or we think that they should, you know? Um, how, yeah. So how that did, and then just the beauty standards as a whole. How did you find so much self-confidence? Because you shine. Uh, you you know, shine, girl. You shine bright. <laughs> thank you so much. I think it's just been a lifelong journey, if I'm honest. Um, like I said, I grew up as a chunky, heavy girl in the 90s. I'm an 80s baby, but I grew up in the 90s. And of course, you know, when you think of, I didn't grow up in social media world, right? So it was more TV, magazines. There was no uh, plus size or mid size, none of that curvy, none of that thing. There was no such thing at that time. So um, just kind of growing up, not seeing myself represented online or not online, but um, not seeing myself represented in media. I struggled with that because again, I felt like I felt like an oddball out. And of course I was made fun of, you know, kids can be cruel. <laughs> so over time I just learned that, you know, hey, I have to love myself. I have to accept myself and I can't wait for someone else to tell me that I'm beautiful. Of course my mom and my family, the women in my family, my dad, everyone encouraged me and loved me for me. So I guess maybe I could say growing up it started there at home, my family and friends. And then I think over time I honestly just had to I just learned that I had to do it for myself. I don't know if there was ever anything specifically that happened other than me just being tired of not liking myself. Well, you know, when did you start receiving messages that you know you, you were making a difference? Wow. I would say as early as just, I'd never forget, actually. I posted, um, again, during the pandemic, when I really started posting things other than like my clients, because before people never really saw me on my social pages, they saw my clients' hair and makeup that I'd done. And so when I started posting me, I remember I had a picture I had on, it was a loungewear set, but it was shorts and I have big thighs, I have cellulite. And I was like, should I post this picture? No, I shouldn't post it, my cellulite. And I said, you know what? I'm going to post it <laughs> and I'm going to talk about my struggle with my cellulite. And I think that was probably one of the first posts that so many people resonated with just because, you know, most people have cellulite, <laughs> especially after a certain age in life. And or even if you don't have cellulite, most people have something about themselves, both men and women, that we struggle with, that we don't like, you know, and that we have to at some point make peace with. And um, I, I received a lot of messages from that post because I just kind of shared my journey with accepting my imperfections. Um and of course, a lot of people can resonate with that. And that was probably uh, the earliest that I can remember receiving messages of how me sharing my journey has helped someone else. I love that. That's so beautiful. If someone is struggling today with their imperfections, what would you say to them? 
Well, first, I would say that they are beautiful just as they are today. That's something that I say all the time and I mean it. You know, um, I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, well, when I change this, when I lose the weight, when I, you know, grow my edges back, when I <laughs> put my makeup on, whatever your thing is, when I get dressed, whatever, or not get dressed, but, you know, when I change X, Y, and Z, I'll feel better about myself then. And it's like, no, you should feel good about yourself today. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't want to change whatever the thing may be. I'm all for self-improvement. But typically, if we want to change something, it's going to take a little time. It's not really instantaneous, you know. I mean, even surgery is not instantaneous. There's still a process, you know. So um, I, I just feel like you owe it to yourself to love yourself as you are today. And I will also tell people that you're more than just your looks. That's a piece of who you are, but that's not everything. So, um, but yeah, you are beautiful just as you are today. If nobody else has told you, I'm telling you and I mean it. <laughs> Now, is there any influencer that you look up to? Wow, there are a few. Um, I love uh, Trendy Curvy. Her name is Christine. Love her. I love um, I Am Beauty Curve or Beauty Curve. Her name is Rochelle. Um, those are probably two bloggers that I've been following for a long time before, like when people actually read blogs. I don't know if they still do, but I found them in college as a plus size woman looking for like fashion inspiration. And I've been following them for many years. So like what, maybe 10, eight to 10 years or so. Um, I look up to them. Um, Shantae Burkett, who's another plus size influencer. Um, those are the few that I can think of at the top of my head, but there are so many now and I'm just, I'm happy to see so many of us plus size women at the forefront to let people know that beauty does not look just, you know, one dimensional. There's beauty in all shapes and sizes and colors and all of the things, you know? That's beautiful. How do you want your, you have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. How do you want them to be influential like you? Well, um, how do I want them to be influential like me? I would just say... I don't want them to be influential just in the way that they treat people. Um, there's a saying, it's something like, you know, people may not always remember uh, what you said, but they always remember how you make them feel. And I think, you know, a big part of influencing is the emotional aspect of it. And I feel like, you know, in your everyday life, if you can just make people feel good, and it's just be something as simple as a smile, being kind, being nice. Typically, you know, kindness always wins. And um, I just think if you can remember to leave that lasting impression of making people feel good or giving someone a smile or just being kind. That's a simple thing that anyone can do. And, you know, kindness is something that it costs you nothing and literally anyone can do it. So mm. I would just say to be nice and kind and just be, you know, give positivity. <laughs> All right, listeners, let's remember what she just said. Kindness always wins. Oh, mm -hmm. that's so good, Nita. So we're going to switch gears. All right. Let's talk about something okay. kind of fun. Where okay. do you love to shop? Tell our listeners Ooh. everything because your style is out of this world. Where do you like to shop? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's a good question. So I love Nordstrom. I love Eloquy and Fashion to Figure. Those are plus size stores. But I also love Nordstrom. I love Express as well. A lot of people don't know that currently Express uh, carries up to a size 18 or double XL, which is, I think they consider that a 16, 18. I do hope that they expand those size ranges, but <laughs> right now that's what they have. I also love um, Target. 
Target has a lot of cute finds. And Walmart lately has been really coming with a lot of good fashion. And um, I also love sharing affordable fashion. So Walmart and Target, Walmart and Target are great uh, places to find affordable fashion um, that's nice and good quality as well. Those are great so tips. Those would be like my top five. Well, I did a little research on you in this interview, and you did an incredible uh, blog and photos about Express and their blazers. What was that like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, like I said, I love Express. And I just so happened to go in the store one day, and they had these beautiful blazers. And I was like, wow, all of the colors. And I love blazers for spring because, you know, in the spring, it's usually chilly sometimes throughout the whole day or morning and evening. So I like to throw on a blazer. And it's also an easy way to make an outfit look like you really tried when you really didn't. (laughs) You throw a blazer on anything, you always look chic. So I thought it would be nice just to share those because of the beautiful colors and because they're nice quality. Um, Like I said, I I just genuinely love Express. So it was fun. And the colors are always, you know, those colors are fun to shoot. That's such a great tip. Throw on a blazer and you look, you know, you look a little bit more fashionable. You look put together and you didn't even really have to try. (laughs) I think that goes for men as well. Yeah, anybody. Blazers, you know, anyone can wear a blazer. All right. So I have one favor before we go. I know your saying is, hey, girl, hey. Can you give me a big hey, girl, hey? Hey, girl, hey. (laughs) One more time. Let me feel it. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey. There we go. I love both of those. <laughs> Thank you. See, I did my research and I was like, that's so cool. I, I love that. Right. That's my thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll try it now. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. Let me see. Okay. One, <laughs> one more time. All right. One more time. You got to give a little off. Okay. Know? I'm going to feel it deep down in my soul. Okay. Hold on one okay. second. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Oh my God, you're such a beautiful (laughs) ray of light. I love this interview and I love talking to you. It's been a pleasure. Can we please have you on the show next year? Absolutely. I'll always come back. It's fun. Oh, well, uh, if our listeners want to follow your journey, how do they do so? Um, They can follow me on Instagram. It's at the Nita Danielle. I'm on YouTube, Nita Danielle, uh, TikTok, Nita Danielle. The blog is NitaDanielle.com. I'm literally everywhere. (laughs) Nita Danielle. Well, I love that you're everywhere, and so do our listeners. (laughs) Nita, thank you so much for being on this episode of American Influencer Real Talk. And again, congratulations on your American Influencer Award. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you were inspired by my interview with American Influencer Award winner, Nita Danielle. Now remember, you can keep up with the latest episode of our podcast by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us on social media at AIA Real Talk Podcast. That's AIA Real Talk Podcast. American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and it's edited by our friends at Lasting Media. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on The Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.